This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. An old house. A rocking chair. Supplements? Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we watch every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology series, Tales from the Dark Side, and recap it back to you. I'm Matt Noss. With me is Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. How's everybody doing tonight? So good! Woo! Oh my gosh. This episode was... Kind of good. It was Kinda better than some others we've seen. Absolutely. Uh, today we watched an episode. It was episode three of season three. Episode four, excuse me. Episode season. four, yeah. Yep. Excuse yep. me. Yep. Episode yep. four of season three. It is known as Florence Bravo. Floby to her friends. <laughs> Floby <laughs> to her friends. Miss Bravo, if you're nasty. <laughs> As is tradition here at Transmissions from the Dark Side, we guess a name alone what we think the episode is about. And today is no exception, Today Matt. is no <laughs> exception. <laughs> We're giving out these awards. All right. <laughs> I wrote it. I'll go first. Yeah, you wrote a novel, so yeah. let's hear yeah. it. Intrepid adventurer Florence Bravo is Sarah Wellerby's favorite character in the novel of the same name. Hmm. But is Florence real? Or just in her imagination. Half right. Half yeah, no, that right. Was, that was very close. Very astute. What? What? Who um, next? I wrote Florence Bravo. She's Amelia Bedelia's cousin, but she's in the Air Force where her bullshit is not appreciated, even by werewolves. <laughs> werewolves are known for their tolerance of bullshit. But yeah. Yeah. They but have not, a high not bullshit. This no, yeah. not Air Force werewolves. No. Yeah. They, they live by a code. Yeah. Full moon or not, you get that shit done. <laughs> Maddie, what do you got? Uh, a woman, Florence Bravo, inherits a haunted ballet school and finds that it's run by witches. She then gets killed by a dog. Uh, I, I, we, this feels like a movie we've seen before. Uh, yeah, I had nothing. So. Florence Spiria? <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, it was about none of these things. Uh, Here's the real synopsis. Dr. David McCall is cheating on his emotionally unstable wife, Emily, who is visited by the specter of Florence Bravo, who murdered her own adulterous husband. This episode aired uh, October 19th, 1986. Um, It was directed by... John Lewis, whose only directing credits are three episodes of Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, his last episode he, that he directed was Fear of Floating. Oh shit! Oh. Which yeah, was another like, was 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 that another Swenson or was that? I don't think that was a Swenson, but that one had Bub. It did have Bub. This this one uh, this episode starred uh, Lori uh, Cardell. Lori Cardell. Uh, Cardell Cardiel uh, as Emily. Uh, she played Sarah in uh, in Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. So little uh, Day of the Dead connection for y'all. Uh, writer of this episode was uh, Edith Swenson. 
Uh, she is a writer of many episodes and a known sex pot. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Lori played Emily. Uh, David Hayward played Dr. David McCall. Uh, he was a soap actor uh, on a bunch of stuff. He was also, um, he was in a long arc of 90210 as uh, Kevin, who swindled Dylan out of his fortune by pretending to be building a lab in Costa Rica. <laughs> And then uh, Dylan, like Dylan, got really depressed, and then he went back on the sauce, uh, and he was like penniless and living in Mexico. Oh what? God! Yeah. It wasn't that the season ender? Uh, yeah. So, well, they wanted to take so it was like so. Luke so, like, Perry. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin was married to Dylan's, I guess, sort of step mother who he just found but like dylan had this half sister that he didn't know about and erica she's really cute and he like they really had a connection and so then uh uh kevin and uh uh erica's mom like used we don't have time this is a different podcast we don't have to worry about this storyline and then dylan saw his dad blow up. One. Oh no you didn't <laughs> what no! oh shit they did blow up yeah, yeah they did. They, wasn't they he in a up? car or yeah something he was he, he was up? in a car and uh and dylan had almost gotten in the car uh, and then uh, Dylan's dad was blowed up. Dylan has gone through a lot of shit on this show. It's great. Oh, it's so great. Uh, Carol Levy played uh, Julianne. Uh, she's a sexy actress. She was in uh, she was in films like uh, the Fantasies of Miss Jones and The Princess and the Call Girl. In The Princess and the Call Girl, she played Audrey Swallow. I wonder Ooh. what kind of movie that is. Uh, and uh, she was also in the short film Wanton Sinner. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then finally, uh, Lauren Klein played the titular Florence Bravo. Uh, she's been in a couple of movies and she was a uh, judge off and on on Law and Order. There it is. Yeah. Huh. Um, you were talking about Dylan a little bit earlier, and it just made me think about how man lives in this sunlit world. Oh, what, what he, he believes to be reality. reality. Yeah, yeah, but there is unseen by most an underworld. It's a place that's just as real, but, but not, as, not brightly as brightly lit. lit. It's a dark side. It's a dark, dark side. side. Yeah, dark side. the door from the dark side swings wide open. <laughs> And we have furniture covered with sheets. We're in a ghost attic. Ooh, it's spooky. It's a haunted umbrella stand. There could be a ghost musical guest. The Boo Radleys. Musical guest, ghost face killer. Musical guest. <laughs> We're just ripping off all of yep. comedy bangers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so. uh, here so we go. I just want to point out that anytime you cover a rocking chair and a sheet, you're asking for ghosts. Yes, one thousand percent. Just I, I will. I refuse to have a rocking chair in my house because I know that at some point I'm gonna wake up like f- just dead from from a you know a a heavy sleep sit up like Michael Myers and look over and a rocking chair will just be finishing. Yeah. And it's like, fuck you, ghost. It's ghost bait. Yeah, you oh, can't yeah. you can't even like 
you can't even rock quietly. You have to wake you have to wake me up with your rocking. Like I don't care if there's a ghost in the house. Whatever, man. You do whatever. Just I don't bug you. Don't bug me. And please don't <laughs> please don't come into the office between five and six. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. That's my masturbating that's, that's time. That's Maddie's time. Okay. <laughs> All I'm saying. Is that I'm uh, talking about hauntings and specters and ghouls. I'm setting myself up for terror. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Alone. Well, I'm alone right now, but we're having a baby. Babies can be terrified. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a rocking chair. Oh, gee. Well, no, 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 man. Get a rocker. There's going to be a glider. glider. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gliders are haunted. Matt and I aren't haunted. For a period of time, worked at Babies R Us. We know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. As far as baby furniture goes. (laughs) Old pros. We were were such a good tag team. I did not realize you guys worked there together. Oh, I got Maddie that job. Matt, I don't think, was very happy that I was going to start working there. Matt had Matt had a separate life. There were people people didn't know him. Yeah, and then here shows up this guy, this bozo, and I, geez, within the first week, told one of the managers, I just I referred to you as Maddie, and so she started you calling you that, and you came up to me and you go, did you tell her I like to be called Maddie? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I I don't know, probably, and you just looked at me and you go, why did you do that? And I was like, what are you talking about? I call you Maddie all the time. And you're like, you and my mom. That's who gets away with it. <laughs> Where it was like, oh, oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry, Maddie. Like, whatever. I'm okay with it now. But back then, yeah, it was a thing. Yeah. It was a whole thing. Well. Sorry. Sorry. I did not insist everybody call you Matthew. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know why I insisted people call me Matthew. But Oh, were you a Matthew for a while? Oh, he oh, was a Matthew. That, that stick yeah. dropped out of my buttocks around yeah. 24. <laughs> 24 years of being like, uh, my name is Matthew. <laughs> Ahoy. Please stop punching me, bully. <laughs> my name is Matthew. <laughs> why am I getting a, a swirly at 22? <laughs> Uh, So we're in this old house, this spooky old house, and uh, there is a realtor, realtor, giving a tour. I do want to point out one thing when the in in the very uh, in the very beginning, when they're panning around the room and showing all the ghost furniture, it stops on the fireplace Mm -hmm. with all the soot. Yeah. And ashes start to fall from the top, kind of like Santa's coming down. Yeah. But like. Silent Light, Deadly Night, right. Santa, not just like, you know, Happy Santa. Right. Back to you. Thanks, Matt. Uh, so there is <laughs> and a, no, Matt and us with sports. Uh, there is a, a realtor showing the couple around, uh, showing a couple around this house, uh, gleefully recounting the details of a murder that happened there. Right. So let's let's talk about real estate and realtors. Yeah. Um, don't, don't, people don't say die that. in houses, right? Don't say realtors. Don't say realtor. Why not? Because it's, it's realtor. realtor. No, it's not like to a me, monster. baby. Yeah, There's, you're putting extra letters in there. I was actually also, just going to ask you. Also, most of them are in re- are real estate agents and not realtors. Yeah. Well, realtors. Yeah. Realtor is the National Association of Realtors, and you have to write it in caps. I've learned from work. Oh, it's wow. all caps. Well, this retailer of homes <laughs> is a real piece of work. She needs to go back to school because you don't lead with, this is where the murders happened. Yeah, and here's where the body was, and to say be, they couldn't find the gun. 
to be fair, when she was talking about the murders, he was at least half masked. Yeah, but that's because he's gross. As we, he is. He is pretty gross. So it is a husband and his wife looking at this home with a uh, pretty peppy blonde real estate agent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, this guy had a look. I wrote it down. I wrote what I thought this guy looked like. I don't know if anybody else wrote down what they thought this guy looked like. I just like. saw him I as Kevin from 90210. You saw him as Kevin as 90210. I saw him as a hybrid between Chuck Norris and Geraldo Rivera. That is perfect. That is pretty good. That is perfect. He, he kind of looked uh, a little bit like Richard Master to me. Okay. I do not know who that is. Uh, Richard... Um, so he was in the uh, the original Made for TV it, um, but he was oh, also yep, yep. he was also the dad in License to Drive. Oh yep. shit! Yes. Well, uh, Geraldo Chuck Vera <laughs> and his wife. His wife is already into this house. Hook. Oh my god! I, yep. I wrote. I wrote that she won't shut the fuck up about it because she really. She's just walking around and she's like, "Is uh, is this molding like?" Yeah, houses have molding, dummy. What's wrong with Look it? Look at there's windows in the walls. <laughs> and like he walks up and like he, he he was game where he walks up and he was just like, Yep, that's that's wood all right. I okay. love this place. You guys have you guys have bought houses. Yes. We're in the home that We're I in the bought. home that you yeah. own, because you are a homeowner. Um did you at one point during the tour with the realtors turn to Catherine and say, We'll take it. No. And I no. had I had a buyer's agent. Yeah. So she and I would walk through the house and she would be pointing out to me the things that were wrong with the house. Yeah. Like, all right, that right there is obvious water damage. Like walking through, like you you really shouldn't get this. Well, house. but that's what the and, and ostensibly this this real estate agent is working for I don't know if it was a buyer's or seller's agent because she was yeah, pointing out flaws. You know, the uh, uh, honey baby Emily was like, ooh, it's cold up here. Yeah, nothing to do about the draft in old homes. It's like, yep. come on, yeah, try uh, to sell it. Yeah, but the room's a great shape. Eh, if you like square. Yeah, uh, well, and uh, the one of the important things when they're in the uh, the first floor and she's showing them exactly where the murders happened and then describing how the murders happened. Shot um, three times. And when the police came, they couldn't convict because they never found the murder weapon. And she said she was upstairs, but that he got what he deserved. That's the statement of an innocent person right oh, there. Oh, she said, he's dead, I hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so She was a feminist way ahead of her time. <laughs> I wrote down yeah. Florence the feminist. Yeah, yeah. I I I just wrote down feminist question mark because like I think that's what being a feminist yeah, is. Yeah, I, I was I'm doing it wrong. I was gonna say like if that's the case, then like Eileen Wernos was the biggest feminist of all time. Yeah. But, um. So she the the realtor talks about how all the wood is original to the house. Yes. And the husband's like, you were such a like you are so full of shit obviously those three boards right there are not original mm -hmm. and she's like oh right well but that's where the murders happened like is there a clause when you're selling a house and you say all original stuff like well except where except murders for the murders part <laughs> well don't we, forget this is murder house i wrote down murder house <laughs> yeah 
murder house. Yes. We are barreling towards a part of this scene that I nicknamed Rusty Locks and Chairs That Rocks. (laughs) (laughs) Because not only does Emily, that's the wife's name, Mm -hmm. go, we'll take it. She goes, I think this is just what our marriage needs. A fresh start. A new beginning. You know, marriages are like locks. You know, and sometimes they get a little bit rusty. They get a little bit hard to open. I'm like, this lady needs to get fucked. Yeah. (laughs) When I wrote this scene, I I wanted to tell you about some of the writing I did for this. Do you need help with your mic? Maybe. It just keeps falling down. I don't know. Like my pants. I don't know. You're going to loosen it up. I'm just making it worse. (laughs) Righty tighty lefty Edith. Oh, stupid Edith. You've done it again. There you go, Edith. There we go. Okay. Let's see if it stays up this time. Like my house. Been just kidding, he's dead. <laughs> anyway, when I wrote this episode, I thought, wouldn't it be nice if there was a woman who was crazy because she never had enough dick? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. And so I wrote in the rocking chair and the woman in there a symbolism for her dry pussy. <laughs> She's so dry and empty. There's nothing in Is there to rock the chair. Is it also why there chair. was so much dust in the chimney? Oh, yeah. If you open her legs, that'd be like, <laughs> I get it now, where it's like dry wood on dry wood. Yeah, that's you know how that is to feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You try doing it with the chair leg. I gotta go. <laughs> Bye. See you, Edith. See you later in the episode. <laughs> oh, you better believe it. Oh, no, sorry, guys. We also find out that this home is in Bucks County, which is in Pennsylvania. Oh, oh, that is um, where my in laws so, are. So, one thing that you missed um, was after the lock metaphor, she then talked about how sometimes relationships just need to shed their skin like, like a, a snake, forth like a snake, Blech. and. The, the realtor gives her a look like Jesus Christ just shut up. I know it's in the script, but you don't have to say it. Yeah. Well, and also you didn't have to like make the hand motion and yeah. stuff like it. Well, and this is right around the time that. <laughs> <laughs> squish, yep. squish, squish, squish. Yeah. Just. Yep. Um, so this is um, this is right around the time that we see for one of the first times I recall a visible boom mic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where I I thought that I saw it and I was like did you guys see that and you guys hadn't noticed it where I just have like an eye for visible boom mics. Well, you are much better than us, don't forget. I mean, I <laughs> He didn't want to say it, but he was <laughs> Yeah, you wanted say us it. to say it. Yeah. Well, no, I just watch a lot shittier movies than you do. Mm. <clears throat> Uh, yes, but but I like to think that the visible boom mic was just a symbol of the snake shedding its skin. <laughs> it was like a it was a snake up in the corner. Oh yeah 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 yeah. No no that that makes more sense than mm-hmm. my idea. <laughs> Why are we fighting? Is that the end of the act? Uh, uh, well, they leave the room. They leave the room. Oh, they they say they'll take it. Um, yeah. like you do. Uh, and everyone leaves the room, and the rocking chair. Oh, she's admiring the rocking chairs. Oh yeah, she. Why would someone leave something so beautiful behind? 
Um, and then they all leave the room and the rocking chair begins to rock on its own. Which, I'm sorry, I can't handle that. Stop showing that kind of stuff in ghost movies. I don't like it. Well, that's true like for a reason, all. because it's real. <laughs> Ghosts love rocking chairs. <laughs> I, but, well, why do you think I don't have any rocking chairs? Is that I why don't, you don't have any rocking chairs? Yeah, I don't want to give ghosts a place to sit. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, man. Then the ad council came out with all those, give a ghost a place to sit. <laughs> <laughs> give a ghost a break. Let big, him sit down. Big rocking chair, am I right? Yeah. Well, if it's the end of the act, I think it's time for a commercial break. Yep. Okay, we'll be right back. Captain, listen. Oi, So don't miss the big savings at Highlands International event. Going on Highland? in Highlands. Hello, you. We require big savings, please. You're welcome. Well, there's a lot on sale. Oh, oh, you slay me. Brother. <laughs> Get this programmable VHS video recorder with wireless remote, just 188. This has 50 watts per channel. 50, 50 watts? Save on this Hitachi 45-inch stereo color TV with remote, just 16.99. Where blotched? 50 watts per channel, baby kicks. Highlands International event now through Saturday. We're back from the act break. Uh, and now uh, our good friend, uh, David, Dr. David, if you're nasty, uh, is going to his first day of work. Uh, she's going to do some work from home. Uh, she doesn't. He's he's suggesting that she. Hey, you know, I, I talked to somebody about a job opportunity you might be interested in. Dave Cunningham, I believe. Yeah. Uh, she does or not. Bill Cunningham. Bill she Cunningham. does not want to go back to work. And now they start to have a discussion about. It seems like she's had a breakdown at some point. Yep, and this is a scene that I like to call "Take Your Pills and Butterfly Thrills." <laughs> <laughs> you were really, you were uh, really about naming scenes in this one. I yeah. like it. Yeah, well, because uh, it, Bill goes, "You should take your pills." Have you been taking your pills? I don't want to take my pills. I've mm. missed a few, but mainly I've taken them. Yeah, I said the words. And then the, um, the when she's at the desk where the pills are, she has a butterfly clip in her hair. I did not know that, that was part. pills and butterfly thrills. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I love this episode. I love it too. I love this. Act. She had a she had a pretty kicking uh, French braid also, uh, and you don't see that as much anymore. But they were everywhere in '86. Uh, he leaves for work. Um, she is cleaning the house and uh the phone starts to ring the phone is under a bunch of sheets yes fine this is a weird this is a weird moment yeah because i'm like did they just move in or was all this stuff there in the first scene uh that bed was there in the first scene i noticed because I looked at the frame, and when I originally saw it, I wrote that it was the saddest twin bed I'd ever seen. <laughs> and that is what a married couple was sleeping in, so sure. Oh, don't do that. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. It's... We, we sat. We sat? 
we slept in a twin bed when we first got married. Oh my god! Like, it was January to like May. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And then May first, Catherine went. I don't care what we ha- what we have to do. We're getting a new bed this month. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got our kink. And life has never been better. Yeah. When uh when Gaia and I um were living together, we were sleeping on a twin, and it was a cheap twin at that. Mm. And I ended up throwing out my hips and my shoulders because no matter how I I like switched, it was putting my body so like out of whack that I ended up like hurting my shoulder and hips and it sucked. Uh, when uh, Ted and I first started dating, he had a um, an a water bed that the <gasps> yes 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 a yes, water yes, bed yes. that the heater was broken on yeah so it was so like, uh, yeah so was, every day was, was sleeping like, on the the sea in Russia introducing <laughs> hypothermia yes, into our relationship we had to do things to keep it was warm. like you just escaped the Titanic yes that's right. <laughs> ring 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 goes the phone it's Julianne Hanratty the the real estate real agent. Real estate agent. She, <laughs> what her last name is? Yeah. Hanratty? Hanratty. Oh I God. wrote it down because Hanratty was the name of the FBI agent that busted uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was... That was uh, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, Tom Hanks. cash me outside if you can. cash me outside if you can. <laughs> oh, remember the cash me outside part of catch me if you can? Yeah, yeah. That was so great. <laughs> oh, God. You know, when I'm Leo not is so he can just versatile. wear anything. Yeah. When he's so versatile. When he's not forging checks, yeah. he's creating memes. Yeah. That is good. <laughs> uh so Juliana is on the phone, uh, saying, um, you know, I need to speak to your husband. Okay, well, can you talk to me? No, I need to speak to him. I'll just call back. This was garbage. If if someone called for Catherine and they wouldn't leave a message yeah. for me, I would not be happy no. about that. I'd be like who the fuck are you? Yeah, you've and you've just moved in, and it's and also, it's your your real estate agent. Like he, uh, I mean, we'll we'll get to this in. She has like a, a reason sentence. to be concerned. Yeah, yeah, she has a reason to be concerned. <clears throat> so when she has, has has he left? He's he's already left for work. He's right? gone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's right after the phone call that we hear a voice for the first time. Yes, we hear a voice, and it says, "You're he's, a fool. He's making you, a fool of you. You're you a must fool. Stop if you him. Believe him. You must stop him. What a fool believes. Okay, okay, g- give people context, please. <laughs> oh, what Michael McDonald showed up? Yeah. <laughs> They know. They all know. <laughs> it's fine. They know. Well, no, that they... was that was the Steely Dan thing. That was, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Steely Dan. All in three D, foreign movie. All right, all right. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're we're going through. Yeah. Uh... At some point, I just wrote down, "Mommy, what's a hospital?" What? <laughs> <laughs> and it's because like they have this scene where the rocking chair is talking to her. And then the next scene, she's back with her husband in bed, and they're ta- This is where they're talking about 
that she went to that she we're, went away. We're, we're, not, we're cutting stuff not out. Not there yet. Yeah, yeah but we're was not it there important? Yet. Yeah, no. it actually, it actually was. I don't think so. Well, this is this is the reveal. He comes back. Obviously, from work. my notes don't. <laughs> <laughs> My my notes think, yeah, let's, let's just trim the fat. No, it's okay. Uh, that's okay. That's nice, man. All right, Jen. So what were you so saying? So there is a reveal about um, you know, him being at work, him him working at the university or something. And, and he's he starts and he's talking about how he had a, he was sitting there giving a lecture and he thought the lecture was going so well. And then some doofus raises his hand and says, does this count as a humanities credit? And he wanted to strangle him. Yeah. And so then she asks about beautiful co-eds. Are there any beautiful co-eds in your class? And then he's having none of this. Yeah. I don't think I like your tone. Yeah. So it comes out he has cheated. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they are trying to make it work. But Florence Bravo does not want them to make it work. Florence Bravo is, I guess, in the chimney because when you hear that voice, it cuts to the chimney and you see soot falling out like a feminist Santa Claus. You're a fool to believe him. All men cheat. They think it's their right. Their sensual right. So sensual. Hey, Edith, when you wrote this part, what were you thinking? Oh, I was thinking, what if there was a man who, you know, he wanted to have, you know, sex with his wife? Sure, okay. But then there was another woman, and then there were six more women. All of the six women were named Debra, okay? <laughs> and so he just has a thing for Debras. And, you know, her name is Emily. She can never be a Debra. Right. So he's like, I gotta get in that sweet puss. It's Debra puss. Right, the best puss. It's the all the best puss is Debra puss. So the wife, she's like, Why don't you think I'm a Debra puss? Oh, look at me, I'm a Debra puss. And he's like, Take off that wig. Everybody know you're not a Debra. Right. Why is Emily trying to hood? What are you doing? And then the feminist Santa Claus is in the chimney and she says, hey, you, he's a bad man. I can't remember the words I wrote exactly, but hey, you, he is a bad man and he's sticking to all the Debras. You should shoot him in the head with a gun. Oh, look, here is a gun. What? (laughs) That's what I was thinking when I wrote it. Okay, well, I got to go. Goodbye. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I'm back. I had to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> so he walks uh, when they're when they're having this conversation. He walks over the boards, and <gasps> right. personally, I think that he just tripped because he's a doofus. Yeah, and then tried to play it up like, oh, that just got really dizzy all of a sudden. Yeah, he like swooned. It's yeah, like, he well, did. Or he was like trying to end the conversation about him having an affair. By swooning, by fainting. Yeah, I've never tried that before. Well, I'll have to. I'll have to do time, yeah. that. Yeah. Look, I did not put my. Oh! <laughs> I did not have some. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Hillary, <laughs> get me. <laughs> <laughs> so Bill Clinton's on the stand. Yeah. Getting it, yeah. getting questioned. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like, and there are three floorboards next to the podium. <laughs> <laughs> and he he was like he was putting his feet up on the chair, right? So he wasn't on the floorboard, right? And then when and he they shifted asked, uncomfortably, when they asked like, "Did you have sex with that yeah. woman?" And he puts his foot down. Says, "I did not have sexual relations with the oh oh Hillary, get me." <laughs> <laughs> and she rolls her eyes, but she does it. 
because yeah. she knows she'll be president you know, someday. It's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that they did not have a rocking chair in their house. That's right. That's true. He'd they would have been. He'd be dead as fuck right now. D A F. D A F. Dead as fuck. Um. All right. So now we cut to them in bed. Right. Well, let's get back to yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, come on. Why are you being a piece of garbage? Because it's an iPhone. Wow. Oh, sick burn, Matt. Oh, God, I'm on <laughs> fire over <laughs> here. Oh. Why won't you make love to me? We used to make love constantly. I'm reading. <laughs> I'm old now. <laughs> no, he's seriously Sorry, though. babe. Sorry, babe. My, don't, my dick don't work. She's trying to take a first class t- ticket to Boner Town, and he just, yeah, just shoves her, her out of the way. Why doesn't he go like, how's that lock situation down there? <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you spray some WD-40 some in there? You got some WD-40 on there? Every time he tries to touch her, you know, she clenches up like a, like a <laughs> fucking fist. Right, like... There... He's not coping with this well. It's like a sea anemone yeah, when it pulls exactly. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't. And it just shoots ink all over the stick. <laughs> Let me just tell you, Bill Cunningham, you ain't getting them guts. Guts. <laughs> you ain't. You're not getting them guts at all. So this goes into uh, an- another discussion about her breakdown and how bad it was and how lonely she was because he committed he her. He had her committed. He yeah. had her committed because she couldn't cope with his affair. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's when I wrote down, Mommy, what's a hospital? <laughs> because I imagine in the future there will be no mental health institutions because yeah. we've just closed them because <laughs> fuck you everybody. Mean, you mean by the future, you mean in a few weeks? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you, by the time this episode airs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll be able to bring a gun into a <laughs> anywhere I want to, but let's get political. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the hot mic. <laughs> Trump's America. Thoughts? <laughs> well, I was just thinking about... Bullshit. Wake up, sheeple. You need vitamins. When's the last time you came an hour... If you're not coming an hour, you need my super supplements. Otherwise, hell will be unleashed on Earth. When's the last time that you made love to your nut- wife every night? If you're not nutting 15 seconds every 30 seconds, blame the Illuminati. <laughs> now, I know what a false flag is, and that's when your cock's not erect after boning your wife 40 days in a row. What are you, a fruitcake? Ain't got no time for this. Cut it. Just cut it. Just cut it. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of hate in the world. So I was just hate. waiting for my opportunity to hop on like the the cuck talk, but it never went there. Oh. You're back on You're cuck talk. No, it's, it's too late. No. <laughs> Spoken like a true beta male. <laughs> I... I take issue with that. Guys, can't we talk about this? About you being a cuck? You got it. What do you want to say? 
I already said it. <laughs> <laughs> Typical cuck talking in circles. Cock, 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 cock. <laughs> cock a doodle doo. Meanwhile, I'm boning your wife. <laughs> slap, slap, slap. That's my dick in a in a thing. I don't know what it's called because I'm not a scientist. Nerds making up things about global warming. I don't care what it is. It's just a hole and I'm in it. That's right. You got boner on the phone. Hey, you know what else I think? <laughs> I think guns should be free. And I think you should be born with one in your ass. When you wake up in the morning, if you ain't pissing the red, white, and blue, I ain't got no time for you, baby. If you wake up in the morning and you're not starting with American-made orange juice, I don't know what the fuck colors you run. But these colors don't run, and I guarantee you won't have the runs once you buy our patented suppository system, America First Suppositories. In, in one shoot, out the other. America. In one shoot. It's like eating seven steaks at one time. With but your ass. <laughs> Also, we love Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is somewhere like, what? The- <laughs> uh, you guys need to s- stop immediately. Slow yeah. down. Is there another Jesus I don't know about? Oh. Okay. All right. <clears throat> So uh, they're, David in is, they're in bed. David's consoling her. She she falls asleep. Now we are in her dream sequence, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Emily dreams of uh, David fucking uh, the real estate agent Julianne in the rocking chair. Oh yeah, it is real. Like this is a pretty solid dry hump. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they say dreams are symbols for other things that will happen. So. When there was the the people having sexual intercourse in a chair, it was a symbol for sex, mm-hmm. and the sex that they thought she was having, uh, not with her husband, but the husband was having with another woman, in her inside of her part, in her front part. Oh, in her front part. Yeah. Not the back part. For 86, we could not talk about the back part so much. The censors, even they get one whiff of it. They say, (laughs) no, you cannot do back part stuff. Nobody wants to talk about Now, all day, it's all right in there, right in there. All we talk about. Every movie you watch, every pornography now, now it's all anal all the time. You can't see one now that doesn't have this. Anyway, I got to pick up my kids. (laughs) (sighs) Hi, Mom. She has a dream. (laughs) She has a dream. She has a dream. She dreams... That uh, she she wakes up screaming after this dream of David cheating on her. His first thing, his first reaction, not consoling, he runs to get her a pill. Yeah. Yeah, like it's nitroglycerin or something. Oh, this yeah. guy does not understand how to help his wife no. in the least. No. No. Or just how mental illness works, period. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so she sees him. She looks up at him, and he's talking to her, trying to be consoling. And she sees uh, she has a vision hole. of like a bullet hole in his head. Uh, and you can tell she's freaked out again. She tries to shake it off, but is disturbed. And then we have another act break. 
Uh, we'll be right back after this message. They're doing push-ups in Peoria. They're jogging in L.A. They're exercising everything in lots of crazy ways. What take it from the chopper? Hey, the chopper, yeah, that's me. If you want to have great choppers, exercise your teeth. Exercise those choppers, really chew, chew, chew. Exercise those choppers on some good hard food. You know what I wish? That there was a Fonzie-ish guy telling me to eat hard food. Who's paid for, who you know is in the pocket of of big hard food. Oh, (laughs) straight in the pocket of big hard food. You know the Pudding Council tried to get that shut down? That whole campaign. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big pudding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're back. It's the third act. The final act. The final act. Uh, uh, Hubs is on the phone. Uh, Dr. David is saying, yeah, 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 your office, great. He's setting up uh, an interview for her, a job interview for her. She's not that happy about this. No. Because Seems like he maybe made... she's afraid to leave the house. Yeah, I wrote yeah, down bit. that she's afraid of going out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, I think that she's just not happy that the husband made the decision that she was going to go to the interview. Yeah. Like, you could have you could have asked her if that day worked. Mm-hmm. You could have asked her if she yeah, really just doing didn't anything. want this she's, job. She's dusting the same four things. She needs to get out of the house. <laughs> needs to ask her anything, right? Yeah. But no, he's like, uh, so here's when it is, and um, all of, he leaves the room though, right? Yes. And then the violins are playing. A lot of violins. A lot of violins. Saying. A lot of stabby staccato violins. Yep. And I just hear um, Florence say, "Pay him back." I'm like, all right, all right. yeah, okay, all right, I'll, I'll do it. And there's a knock at the door, and it's Julianne. She's bringing. Uh, the history of the house over. She had promised she's like a member of the historical society or something. Yep. And uh, she's like, look, I have the layout of the crime scene. And yeah, right where those floorboards are is right where the murder happened. It's morbid as fuck. Oh, they are casual about. Yeah. Well, and they they seem kind of excited to find out the details For of sure. the murder that happened in their house. Yeah. Or at least he does. She doesn't seem all that excited about Would it. Would you be cool with a murder having, like, finding out nope. there was a murder in your house? Oh, no, no, no. Nope. Not at all. No, no, no. I wouldn't. I I don't even like the idea of somebody, like, dying in my house. And I know that happens a lot. Like I don't like oh, yeah, the totally. idea that people lived in my house yeah, before yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Oh, I move into virgin homes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no one was here before us. Even if they were. The house and no me. one will be here after we leave. Wink. After After, <laughs> after, after we're leave? After we're leave. After we leave, we set her house on fire. 
Exercise some choppers <laughs> with some good hot, hot food. food. Oh, I mean a celery stick. I'll tell you what's not good hard food: a, sp- a spaghetti strap slip. <laughs> yeah, people wore a lot of slips in the eighties. Like in general, people used to wear slips. It's not a thing anymore. No, you can't find a slip. No, slips are just dresses now. Right. Yeah, these kids today. What's with them? Putting their ooch and their cooch out in the air? Yeah. Please, cover your ooch and shield your cooch. Get a slip. Get a slip. Oh, no, we're in the pocket of big slip. Oh, no. <laughs> slip council over here. Um. Oh, and so uh, the, the voice of Florence Bravo is saying, uh, when they're alone, he makes love to her. I won't allow that filth here. Pay him back. Pay him back. Uh, she's too anxious to go out. Um, Florence says, you'll see, you'll see. Oh, oh, so, so she sees Florence now. She sees the ghost of Florence. (laughs) Yes. Um, and Florence is showing her the gun, uh, that she has hidden in the, uh, in the fireplace, in the chimney. chimney. Um, and, and is describing how she killed her husband and how she was justified. First, I shot him through the hand and hit him in the chest. Uh, and he... He deserved it for putting me in this wallpaper prison. Ugh. You'll see that you must kill him. That really that really stuck a, struck a chord with me. The wallpaper prison? Yeah. How's that? Yeah, my husband stuck me in one, too. And <laughs> I mean, she like, not all of her points were bad. Not all of her points were bad. Yeah. But then bullets be dusty as fuck. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Maybe they're ghost bullets. Oh, they're probably ghost bullets. Boo. Bang. Instead of a bullet, it's just a little sheet ghost. <laughs> oh, it's like a. It looks like a Halloween Mario character. Yeah. Nice. It looks like Jack Skellington's dog. <laughs> Zero. Yeah. I, I knew, th- I I knew, knew his name. dog's name really quick. I knew that you would know that dog's name. <laughs> Know that dog's name. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. The, she she's supposed to be going to the interview now. It's supposed to be going to the interview, and then downstairs you hear the door unlock, and Bill Cunningham walks in. She couldn't. No, no, it wasn't Bill Cunningham. It was the husband and the realtor. The husband's Bill Cunningham. Husband's uh, uh, no. David McCall. What? Yeah, d- yeah, Bill Cunningham is the Bill guy Cunningham. she was Bill, having the Bill interview. Bill Cunningham with. is the guy who was supposed to have the interview. What? Yeah, I think yeah, you've been yeah, referring yeah, yeah. to him as Bill this whole time, and I didn't want to tell you. I didn't want to break your heart. How the fuck did I do that? It's okay. I'm uh, so sorry. Oh, Maddie. God. You try so hard. So Florence, Charles Bravo. That's yep, that's great. Uh, Florence, he, he sees Florence. I'll see Florence you guys tomorrow. Get, oh, I'll see you in the there next he goes. You, you live here, buddy. Yeah, Don't walk out. See you later, Learn their goddamn names. First of all, you should be able to pronounce them. They're in English, you son of a gun. Yeah, that's where you live. Second, <laughs> buy live, a gun. I live in England? Yeah, don't worry about it. Now, is anybody else weak in the knees because of fibromyalgia? My God, we got a vitamin for you. <laughs> You know, there wasn't any fibromyalgia when people weren't taking our jobs. (laughs) 
We had real ailments like black lung and the croup. We had dropsy and rot foot. George Thorogood knows that that's not fair use, and that song's really expensive. Uh, uh, so she's supposed to, the husband says goodbye to her. He leaves for work. She gets dressed, uh, to go to the interview, but you <laughs> see the clock the and then she just like lays back down, which to be fair is what I do every day before I go to work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can do it today. <laughs> I'm just going to lay here and think about it for a minute. Um, so now time has passed in theory. She has left the house to go to this interview. Uh, so then you hear her husband come back in with uh, Julianne. Um, and she's saying, is your wife here? No, no, no. She uh, She's out at her interview. She'll be gone for at least an hour. Yeah. Now, this is when Emily peeks herself out and looks down the stairs at the husband and the real estate agent on the couch and it looks like they're canoodling. It, yeah, they could mainly be. Mainly because he's touching her incessantly. Yeah. yeah well, is it's, he touching it's her? Weird. Is his arm just like, like I he's think that I over. Honestly, I think that this was actually on purpose that if you were to look from the top of the mm-hmm. stairs, it looks like he's touching her. Yeah. But he did but, have his hand on her shoulder. It was next It was next to her shoulder, wasn't it? I thought, I he thought was it was touching it, her. It, it was definitely ambiguous. Yeah. Because I'm with Jen on this, that I think that it just looked if he like wasn't it wasn't touching her shoulder, then how come I was hard? <laughs> oh, no. Matt makes us watch a lot of shoulder touching videos. <laughs> Matt's into Fine. Victorian porn. Guys, guys, guys. Shoulder. You've got to check this shoulder touch out. Shoulder ankle. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's good. Ankle. Okay. Yeah, you so too much? <laughs> too much? We found the limit. <laughs> Are they having sex? Aren't they having sex? Is he touching her or not? Eat it. Did you know you can have sex without touching anybody? You can just look at them like this. Ooh. Yeah, now we did it in our heads. <laughs> That's what I wanted to write in the script about, because I would just have sex with people all day. They don't even know it. Not in a bad way. It's not... It's consensual if they look at me in the face. <laughs> Am I getting dark? I feel like I'm getting dark. <laughs> and, and what's the deal with these writers coming in from other countries and now they're writing stories about, oh, they're going to write a sexy story? I don't think so. Buy my vitamins. <laughs> oh, Edith. Everybody get in my puss. <laughs> <laughs> so uh-uh. she's overhearing them and while she's at the top of the stairs i will admit they're they're sitting there is she home no does she know yet no but i i've got to tell her soon well you've got to tell her you can't live like this mm-hmm. right and so she's like she's already loading that gun yep. yeah like- emily has gone back to get the gun and load it up <laughs> well um, and then when she leaves, they continue their conversation. And and you can see now the conversation is a little more innocuous. He's saying that the house, this was a bad idea. She's too isolated here. The realtor says, um, you know, I've got something where other 
uh, professors and their family live, so you'd be a little more social. And their wives. Just and their wives. It. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because men, men can only be professors. That's right. That's what am I going to teach? Tampons? <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> hey, the other thing, you know, what's the deal with tampons, ladies? Am I right? You know why a tampon can't play hockey? It can't last three periods. I'm out of here. Enjoy veal. Sweet Edith. Sweet, sweet Edith. Keep missing her. Charles comes into the room mm-hmm. after after talking to the real estate agent who leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Emily's like, hey. He's like, hey, what are you doing here? Hey, I you're know, supposed to be at your interview. I know you're having an affair. What? Bang. Ugh. He falls over. Well, he... <laughs> He clutches his stomach and falls over. Right. He busts a ketchup packet on his shirt. And and now she's echoing the lines of Florence Bravo. You owe me this. You did this to me. I'm taking the life that you took from me. Right. He crawls down the stairs. She shoots him again. Uh, he finally makes it over to where those, uh, those, those floorboards are. are uh, the ones where Florence Bravo's husband was murdered. Uh, was murdered. Um, and she shoots him point blank in the head. And then it cuts to Florence uh, and Emily rocking in their rocking chairs together. Like the end of a Cialis commercial. <laughs> Except it's very quick and it's like they ran out of time. Yes. Yeah, which we're not used to. We're no, used to we're we used to, to, to them it. having to stretch. Yeah. So I wrote, did we forget to end the episode? <laughs> nope. Okay. I uh, that's the episode though. Yeah, 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 that is credits. Roll credits. It was a good app. If we went to the writing room, what would we fix? I'd take out the job interview. It was. They had to have some reason for her to be out of the house for her to overhear that conversation, mm, though. That is true. I think what they could have done is after the shooting. They could have done this. Uh, they did this with another episode where they cut straight to the police. Oh, it was oh, the one with yeah, the, the hotel room. The hotel room. Yeah. And um, and maybe the police talking downstairs mm-hmm. and then flash to them rocking together in the chairs. I think yeah. that would have worked yeah, better. Yeah, I think that would have Yep. I think, I think that would have been better. But all in all, I really enjoyed this episode. Okay. Uh, how many rocking chairs would you give this episode? Seven. I'd okay. give it a six. I would also give it a six. All right. Good. Not great. I mean, compared to the last doozies we've saw. Well, we've seen some real floaters. <laughs> yeah. In our some sensory defecation chambers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we've had a lot of laughs. We've talked a lot of love. We've talked a lot about selling vitamins. Anything else we want to talk about? <sighs> you can get in contact with us on Facebook.com or Instagram at T from the Dark Side. We're also on Twitter at TFTDSPod. 
You can send us an email as well at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. And if you'd like some stickers, that's the best place to do it from. Uh, Everything else important happens once these credits roll. So I don't need to say anything else except to ask the question, what am I forgetting? Try to enjoy the the daylight. daylight. Ah, try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.